Chapter Twenty Five of the Mary Frances Cookbook. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. The Mary Frances Cookbook by Jane Eyre Fryer. Chapter Twenty Five. Mary Frances gets dinner. Oh, my dear kitchen people! I'm so happy. I don't know whether I'm myself or not you are solemnly declared saucepan i mean you are our little miss miss mary frances my i feel so relieved said mary frances since that is so i'll tell you why i'm so excited mother is coming home today and i'm going to get dinner isn't it lovely everybody shouted tea kettle ready with that every utensil in the kitchen sprang to its queer little feet we're all quite ready mistress said tea kettle trying to make a bow but looking very clumsy and ridiculous trying at the same time to keep water from spilling out of his nose thank you everybody said mary frances very gravely however i'll not need any one just now but auntie rolling pin where is she she's out picking cherries to make a pumpkin pie said saucepan in a loud whisper to pie plate here i am child auntie rolling pin's voice answered i can't seem to roll out get out of my way you with that knife fork and spoon slid to the side of the table and she rolled to the edge what is it child she smiled it's the grandest thing said mary frances number thirty three queen of hearts tarts spread cooked heart-shaped pastry shells with preserved cherries see number thirty four tarts chuckled auntie rolling pin oh my handles i'm so happy are the cherries ready child she asked anxiously yes said mary frances I am to use number 34, pastry, one cup flour, one quarter teaspoon salt, one third cup lard, one third cup cold water. Use as little water as possible. 1. Sift salt and flour into a bowl. 2. Rub lard into flour with fingertips until like coarse powder. 3. Add half the cold water, stirring with a knife to form a stiff ball. Keep this on one side of the bowl. 4. Stir in more water until the remaining flour forms a ball. Press these balls together. 5. Roll out, fit to pie plate, trim off overhanging edges. 6. Bake in a hot oven. That's it, exclaimed Auntie Rolling Pin joyously. I was afraid there might not be shortening or lard enough in the recipe. The whole art of making good pastry is in having one-third as much lard as flour and using as little water as possible. I was afraid, too, that your mother would not put pastry in the book, for when flour or starch grains are coated in fat, they are too dry to swell well in cooking and cannot burst open. They are not, I'm sorry to say, a very digestible food. I'm glad she did, though, said Mary Frances. She will not often let us eat pastry, but I spec she imagined how pleased I'd be. I wonder why pie tastes so good if it isn't good for us my how much i have to do now i'm ready at these words middle-sized bowls sprang upon the table measuring cup dumped a cup of flour into it and ran toward the lard kettle which was standing near is the salt in the flour asked auntie rolling pin critically yes ma'am said teaspoon i put it in who'll measure the lard asked mary frances i will and measuring cup threw it into bowl well laughed mary frances and what do I do? You'll do enough, child, said Auntie Rolling Pin, 
before you get ready a whole big dinner, even with our help. Well, really, said Mary Frances, I suppose I ought to explain. These tarts are more specially for Billy than for dinner. I promised him. Oh, that's all right, said Auntie Rolling Pin. That only makes it nicer than ever. Now, she went on, rub the flour and lard together. Cover the lard with the flour. Yes, that's it. Now rub them together until it seems like coarse powder. You could use a knife instead, chopping the lard all through. That right? asked Mary Frances, holding some down for Auntie Rolling Pin to look at, since she couldn't see over the edge of the bowl. Yes, that is right, she answered. Now you may use a knife for stirring and pour just a little water in. Oh, mercy, child! As Mary Frances was about to throw in a quarter of a glass, not that way. Make a little well in the flour. Pour in about one tablespoon of water. Mix well. Let that rest at one side and do the same thing in another place. And then another, finally stirring all together in one big ball. That's just right as Mary Frances lifted up the paste. Now sift a little flour on the board and... Oh, how many tarts are you going to make? Six. All right. Cut the paste into five even pieces and with me... Mary Frances laughed. Auntie Rolling Pin seemed so pleased. Roll out each piece about one-eighth of an inch thick. After cutting out, save all the leftover trimmings to use for the last one. Plates ready? All ready, answered the little heart-shaped tart plates. How do I make a pretty border? asked Mary Frances, cutting the trimmings from the edge of tart plate with a knife held upright along the edge. Fork came dancing from the edge of the table. Oh, I remember, said Mary Frances, pressing the prongs into the outer edge of the crust. They're grand, chuckled Auntie Rolling Pin. Can you bake them? You need a very hot oven to bake them. But the cherries, said Mary Frances, glad to think she had caught Auntie Rolling Pin in an oversight. Not until the pastries cook, child, said Auntie Rolling Pin with a smile. Mary Frances slipped the little plates into the oven and made room on the table to place the dinner as she prepared it. In a short fifteen minutes, the tarts were ready. Aren't they sweet, the little girl exclaimed. My, I wish they were thought to be very good for children. What's for dinner, asked Tea Kettle anxiously. I'll tell you, said Mary Frances. I've written out the menu. Potato soup, pan-broiled steak, cream cabbage, mashed potatoes, tomato and lettuce salad, banana bread pudding with hard sauce, coffee. Very elegant. But that's a lot to do, isn't it? said Tea Kettle. Perhaps if you read over all the new recipes and we talk them over when it's each one's turn to commence, we can work better. Oh, thank you, Tea Kettle, said Mary Frances. That is a very bright idea. Tea Kettle glistened. I'll read them, continued Mary Frances, as they come in the book. I have the lettuce well washed and the tomatoes sliced. All I have to do is dry the lettuce at dinner time, and soon I can make the number thirty five salad dressing one teaspoon salt three quarter teaspoon mustard one and one half tablespoons sugar two teaspoons flour three quarter cup sour cream or milk one egg one tablespoon vinegar one teaspoon butter a few grains of red pepper one beat egg two mix mustard sugar flour salt and pepper three add egg slowly beating well at the same time four add milk beat five cook in a saucepan placed in boiling water six stir until it thickens like cream remove from heat at once seven 
add vinegar very slowly beating all the while eight stir in the butter serve cold on lettuce or sliced tomatoes if this is cooked too long it will curdle or the egg will become hard and separate said saucepan but i'll be careful now i'm ready for work mary frances laughed thank you saucepan she said as he began to move around going hither and thither the next recipes are number thirty six creamed new cabbage one cut in half and wash well a young green cabbage two cut out and throw away the hard stem part three make ready a kettle of boiling water put in cabbage leave uncovered four when the water boils throw in one teaspoon salt and one quarter teaspoon baking soda or bicarbonate of soda five boil gently about half an hour or until it begins to lose its bright green color lift out with skimmer six pour over it white sauce just before serving number thirty seven bread pudding one cut slices of stale bread into squares of about one half inch two for two cups bread allow one pint milk two cups two tablespoons sugar two eggs one quarter teaspoon vanilla three moisten bread with hot water four butter pudding dish five put into it the moistened bread six beat yolks of eggs add sugar add milk seven pour this over the bread eight beat whites of eggs add two tablespoons powdered sugar beat well nine spread this over top of pudding ten bake in moderate oven one half hour eleven serve with hard sauce or cream number thirty eight banana bread pudding slice bananas over top of bread pudding before spreading on whites of eggs number thirty seven serve with cream or hard sauce number thirty nine hard sauce four tablespoons soft butter three-quarter cup powdered sugar one-half teaspoon vanilla beaten white of one egg one make bowl and spoon hot with boiling water two cream or rub butter and sugar together adding sugar by spoonfuls three add vanilla four beat in the white of egg five put in a cool place until needed yes said baking dish that is very nice but if you use the yolk of the egg in the pudding it will save it and make the pudding better to save a yolk all you have to do it was little egg beater is to drop it into a cup and pour a little cold water over the top to prevent its drying you can use it next day if you keep it cool it is wonderful said mary frances what you kitchen people know if it weren't for your help i'd be afraid to try to get this dinner i'd have to make only one thing a day as mother meant me to do all the kitchen people smiled happily is that the last recipe asked frying pan no said mary frances why who are you i'm frying pan of the great pan family if you please miss answered he well well good friend smiled mary frances looking at her book your turn has come number forty pan broiled beefsteak one heat an empty frying pan to blue heat or until it smokes no greasing is necessary two put in the steak three cook half minute four turn on other side five cook about four minutes six turn and cook about five minutes longer seven place on a hot platter and spread with butter eight sprinkle with a little pepper and salt and one tablespoon finely chopped parsley nine squeeze over it a little lemon juice ten cover with another platter eleven remove top platter just before serving note mutton or lamb chops are pan broiled in the same way 
That's it, cried Frying Pan, delighted. That's as good as broiling, though it took people a long time to find it out. It is not, cried Gridiron Broiler, angrily clicking his wires. It is not, Spider. For shame, said Mary Frances. Don't call names. He isn't calling names, answered Frying Pan. That's my other name, Frying Pan Spider. Then to Gridiron he added, Come, don't let's quarrel. You'll admit pan broiling is very nearly as good for chops as broiling over the coals in a broiler, and quite as good for steaks, nearly. I was just getting ready to say, said Gridiron, you didn't mean quite. It's time to commence, loudly struck in mantel clock. And then Mary Frances looked on in amazement. In walked basket with the potatoes for the potato soup. Up sprang knife ready to pare them. Over ran boiler pan with some water. Why, why, exclaimed Mary Frances, why, yes, said Tea Kettle, we'll do everything in the recipes you've already made. All you need to do is make the new recipes with our help, which Mary Frances did. Whenever she'd make a mistake, some one of the kitchen people would correct and help her. At six o'clock, all the dinner was ready to serve and the table was set. Oh, thank you, dear kitchen people, said the beaming little girl. This is the happiest time of my life. End of chapter 25